Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. We can't go for that long. Like, we can't. We, just, we do... just haven't, Dave. We haven't gone for that long we at all. There, you started. Just, so yeah, but I'm a professional, so I've broken the deadlock. You would have just sat there for another minute and a half, yeah, wouldn't you? Because I'm ashamed by the first person to speak leaderboard. It's shamed my narcissism. It's the first time I've seen my narcissism in sort of numerical form, and it's awful. So I'm. You're going to have to talk. Oh, for God's sake. This is pathetic, Tom. It's pathetic. It is pathetic. Can we do it? It's cabin fever. We're back. Hello and welcome. Dave's been on holiday and I think he's a bit down because he's back from his little holibubs, Dave. I was there, Tom, on a golfing holiday. <laughs> right, right. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> Which First I know is all, up your street, right? <laughs> I've, I saw, I've seen the videos. I've seen women playing it. Therefore, crazy golf, right? Clearly, obviously. <laughs> that is a joke. You, you all understand you, that as a joke, right? Can I just say... It's important that you very really quickly, stress that that was a joke. Because Dave and I often talk about how awful golf is because I love golf. I'm a massive golfist and I hate the people who have stolen golf, right? And who would make jokes like that irony is my out here anyway anyway yeah, i've seen it. videos dave on your on your social yeah. medias and uh crazy golf just to be absolutely clear dave it is not golf okay but thanks for coming it's, abso- it's absolutely golf it's absolutely golf it's got the word golf in it hasn't it wood it's got balls i had a golf ball i had a golf stick i hit the golf stick and the ball oh, the golf so stick. call it a stick into the golf oh, into God. the little golf tray at I the end of the golf, golf with green. Ones who call them bats. I'll get a bat out for this one. Oh, you <laughs> fucking prick. You know that we all do that. We all know. Everybody knows that it's a golf club. Everybody in the world. But we do that to annoy you golfists. And when you get annoyed, you know you're, you're edging the wrong way towards the group of people you don't want to beat on. That's the thing. The great thing about golf, Dave, is it is a game of... The, it's a mind game and it's a physical... There's an element of physicality, you know, hitting the ball, but it plays tricks Standing with your brain. Up straight. Well, you know, you've got to work out how... To, you've got to try and keep your cool. You know, for example, I played the other day, Dave, and I was three over par through nine holes, right? Oh, no. And then I, I read, I read my scorecard, and I went, "Oh my god, this is be, this is going to be my best ever score for a round of golf," and it was off the white tees as well. Um, and uh, I ended up twelve over par. I had a terrible back nine, Dave, because it's a mind game, David. It's a mind game. That's why it's brilliant. What you're doing, however, is essentially you're taking the beauty of the mind game and you're turning it into total wipeout. Yeah, it's the best, the best form of it. But I still had I had the exact same Tom. I was three shots behind in our first in our first fixture mm. uh, after the after the the front nine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is there a front my... nine really? Do they have eighteen holes? Yeah, eighteen. So here's the thing: it's Hastings. So I was in Hastings, a little mm. staycation, Lovely. couple of pals. Well, there were four of us in total. Uh, two of whom immediately sort of uh, started fucking. Sort of... Did they start fucking? Well, I mean, they are dating. So well, so, well, okay, right, there you go, I was right. But what I was going to say is that two of them immediately sort of, I'd say, got bored of the golf, but not got bored of it. They played one round, Tom, is what happened. Yeah. And uh, my friend Tom and I, 
uh, played uh, three rounds over two days, full 18 holes each time. <laughs> you actually gone on a golf holiday? Because they had three different courses at the Hastings uh, Crazy <laughs> Mini Golf uh, Emporium. I really think it would be an absolutely amazing... Um, an amazing stunt to play on. I'm just thinking of all my like golf friends. I'd get on my WhatsApp group, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'd say, lads, 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 yeah, golf holiday. Where are we going? Some amazing courses on the coast. Get them all down. Like they get all their kit, bring yeah. all their 14 golf bats and everything. That's what's, yeah. that's your legal requirement. You've got to have 14 in the bag. <laughs> just go. There's four amazing courses and just park up <laughs> in funny. full golf kit as well. Yeah, right, everything on, all ready to go. You full golf bags. <laughs> Oh, that'd be really fun. We should do that. Wow. So, so did you win? How did you get on? Did you win? So, I won the first, the first eighteen. I won the first round, mm. first day. Mm. Buoyed, buoyed by my success. That was an evening fixture, an evening kickoff. Yeah. Uh, Nine fifteen. We started that one. Yeah. Under the floodlights, Tom. Lovely. Very atmospheric. Uh, yes. Second round was a daytime afternoon. Tom, Tom really swept home. I think it was a nine-shot victory. Did he? Yeah, which brought us into a nice uh, Tuesday evening final fixture. Wonderful. For the trophy. Mm. Uh, we have a trophy. Uh, Do you actually? Yeah, we um, we won a glittery gold tea light holder at the arcade for a thousand yes, tickets. I, well, well, I knew you were at the arcade because I phoned you about some very important business about our production company that we try and run together. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Dave, I need to talk to you about this thing. And you went, sorry, mate, I'm in an arcade. And then hung up on me. Well, what I've just realised, I said I'll call you back in half an hour, and that was two days ago, and I haven't called you back yet. Sorry oh, well, about that. Well, it's nice to talk to you now. Really, just great to know you're still alive. I mean, to be fair, Dave, I hadn't even noticed you hadn't called me back. That's why our company's doing so well. Are we on the footsie? Are we bollocks? We're, on the, we're in the arcade, mate. We're in the arcade. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we won a number of thousands of tickets. Oh, we had a great time at the arcade, Tom. I'll tell you what, there was a, a ticket printing error. Oh, yeah. Which I never. So the a machine had run out of tickets clearly before we'd arrived, and the person before had gone out, sod this, and left. So on the screen it said like four hundred tickets owed. So we just called the man over and said, "Oh, sorry, mate, the machines run out of tickets. Can you just change them?" And then we got all those four hundred tickets before wow. we even started playing. That is great, but I don't know what the, what you mean by tickets. But still, well done. That's really cool. You know, at an arcade, you get tickets for winning stuff. What do what do the tickets do? What can oh. you spend tickets in shops? Tickets win prizes at the prize booth. Oh, I see. But isn't it like 8,000? It's a bit like the Nectar approach. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. So we spent, I'd say, two solid hours in there and ended up with about just under 2,000 tickets, which was a lot. Mm. Um, Did you get a Walkman? We oh. got a Finding Nemo backpack. <laughs> wow. Oh, congratulations. But then we cracked out. We One of the machines basically gives you a guaranteed payout so we just went back and played that it's a great game actually tom you'd love this mm. it's connect four but with basketball that is genius it's a giant connect four wall and you stand and you sh- you try and aim the shot into the column you want yeah. so not only is it a game of connect four strategy yeah. you also have to have the accuracy and you know it's not a guarantee if someone's got three they're like oh just pop it in column three absolutely oh. not mate got to be accurate with it i do like it when sports go hybrid you know, mm. in many ways, with crazy golf, they've taken golf. Mini golf, they've yeah, exactly. In, they've added in crazy, and with yeah. Connect Four, they've added in basketball. I mean, I'm wondering if we could think of some other, you know, like rugby on a bouncy castle, maybe mm. um, snooker, but in a swimming pool. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what pool in a pool? Pool in a pool. Pool in a pool. Pool in a pool. In a pool. You'd. Yeah, yeah, that that would work with massive beach balls. It would be difficult well, the, with the pockets because all the water would drain out. 
Yeah, so that is true, isn't it? Well, maybe it's not pockets then. Maybe it's sort of like you you, you flip it up at the corner or something. I don't know. Yeah, Out hybrid sports. It's but like foot, foot golf is one, isn't it? Oh, we don't like to talk about that, Dave. We do. It's not. another golf one. What well, can people stop harvesting golf for better versions of golf? Well, this is the problem: is that everybody has realised in the twenty first century that golf can be improved immeasurably. If you take so, out white middle-aged men, it gets yeah, a take lot out very boring quickly. white middle-aged men, and let's be honest, a lot of walking. Yeah, like it's yeah, too, yeah. foot golf and crazy golf are taking the good bits of golf, okay, like, ooh, get it in two shots or three shots or whatever, mm. but with the added fun. Foot golf sounds faintly rude. Is that just my read of it? I'm playing with your shaft with my foot. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely, a bit, your ooh. reading of it, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, foot golf is amazing, actually, because loads of golf courses have been closing, because um, lots and lots of people are not playing as much golf because golf i mean i'm really there's a whole paragraph which i'm about to read out dave and uh producer steve you can by all means cut this out but which i in all seriousness couldn't approve of more because um it's um, foot golf is amazing it's a great it's really sport. good fun isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i haven't, haven't told you about the three courses yet it was the traditional uh the mm. traditional three course layout for the for the golfing holiday your starter your main your pudding yep yeah. yeah so there's crazy Mm-hmm. Crazy. It yeah, was right. adventure golf. Oh come on! What's and adventure then, golf? Of course, the traditional end to the golfing fixture list: pirate golf. Oh, did you have to close your eye throughout? Uh, I'll be honest; all of them are the same, except just with like the pirate one has pirate themed stuff all the way going right. You know, it's, it's it, they're slightly different difficulties. Mm. So uh, if they you get a birdie, does it go on your shoulder? Is that very good? Okay, keep going. Go on. How, <laughs> no, how many more can you on. do? <laughs> A hook shot. Uh, when, uh, if you get the uh, correct shot, number of shots, that's quite a good. Hook shot's good. Yeah, yeah. Thank if you, you. get I've, the I've, I've correct, done, I've done a golf thing there, and you, you, so, you no, no, bypassed no, no. it as if I, it wasn't a real golf. No, no, thing. it was good. It was good. No, I'm just. I've got one that I'm excited about. Oh, if right, you get okay, the fine. correct number of shots on a hole, is that a par? Good. You are. You are right to be excited about that. <laughs> oh my god. Don't know what what club you're thinking about, but I'm thinking about a three wooden leg. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. As is the way with these things, and this happens in our real life quite often, and I'm worried it's going to happen on the podcast now. If we ever start on that train of thought, say, if we're in a meeting, the yeah. meeting will just stop for 20 minutes while oh, we all absolutely. try and think of more and nothing will get done. And now I'm worried this podcast is just going to descend into a sort of mumbling <laughs> and then every now and then doing a pirate-based golf pun. No, I think we can just get on with, let's just pretend to do the show, but clearly talking slowly because we're multitasking (laughs) for puns. The pun engine is up. So welcome to Cabin Fever. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, pirate golf has something, there's a lot of water being sprayed around on pirate golf. That was was quite a distraction. Right. Um, you, you get to a certain hole and it'd be quite quite waterlogged. It turns out that's because they have a mechanism that sort of sprays you as you're taking your second shot, right. um, and you don't expect it. You really don't expect it. Tom. I imagine like sort of like like the Masters. You know, it's very similar. It's like trying to play chess on a roller coaster. I, I can't bear yeah. this, Dave. I can't bear yeah, it's it. Great, great fun. Stop anyway, so ruining golf. Um, absolutely will not. Uh, there's an apology needed. Yes, to, about time. <laughs> <laughs> Apology needed to all of our listeners. Podcast. Um, no, so last week I had a, a brain fart on Thursday night mm. when I was mastering and uploading the podcast. And did you notice this? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, what? Yeah, what, what happened? Oh, come on! Like I wouldn't notice. Like I wouldn't yeah, exactly. notice. 
No, just remind me, though, just so I well, know that you know. Well, I can tell you what it was. On last week's yeah. podcast, we said... Oh, who was it who said it? Who was... No. I can't remember. What? No. <laughs> Well, Helen Monks was the only person. Oh yeah, Hel- so Helen said. Was it Helen who said it? I can't remember. Was it Helen? No, who said no, it, it wasn't Helen. No, no. Um, I'll steer you clear because it wasn't even a thing that was said. Oh right, okay, go on then. You didn't notice, did you? Go on, skip to the end. Didn't even notice the podcast didn't come out on Friday. Didn't it? What do you it mean? Didn't until about midday. Yeah, but Dave, come on, you know I'm a busy guy. I'm a busy executive. I've got a lot of things to do in the morning. So I wouldn't I don't check in until lunchtime for the podcast. Problem is it did come out, Tom. It was out as normal at midnight on Thursday. Which ready one? for the Friday wake up crowd. Sure, I'll bet our people, yeah. But it was on the Friends with Friends podcast feed. <laughs> just accidentally clicked on the wrong one and uploaded it to the wrong oh one. Oh my god, but they must have so, been like, What Pete is much funnier this week. This, well, a lot less here's the problem. Chat. I thought, do you know, Pete sent me a message. He just sent me a screenshot of it. And the title of the podcast last week was, Do You Have a Pension, Helen? <laughs> and he just <laughs> said, friends the finest work. <laughs> sent me a screenshot saying, Friends with Friends, new episode, Do You Have a Pension, Helen? And just a single question mark. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm fucked up here, haven't I? Uh, anyway, I thought, do you know what? Not a terrible thing. Friends yeah. with Friends has a very substantial listenership. Possibly even bigger than Cabin, Cabin Fever's listenership. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Some, some, the occasional podcast is bigger than ours, Tom, but not very many. Um, but I thought, you know, what a what a nice opportunity for a bit of uh, guerrilla marketing. Mm. Oh no! Oh no! What an accident! You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people will oh they'll have a little oh what a hilarious podcast this sounds like. Maybe I'll go good. and find Cabin Fever. Less friends, less eight. Let's do it. Yeah. Of the seventy odd episodes of Cabin Fever that we've done so far, eighty mm. odd now, maybe. Mm, God, yeah, go on. Why did it have to be the one that started with a minute and a half of silence <laughs> while we didn't speak first? So we've absolutely wasted that marketing opportunity because anyone that listened just heard two idiots snigger for a minute and a half. Then Helen Monks come on go, are you recording yet? And then I'll sort of go, oh, funny, oh funny God. in-joke. Oh so it was an absolute God. fucking waste of time. It's and like we I- got prime time advertising. We got Br- the Britain's Got Talent first advertising slot. Yeah. And we literally spent it we just waved at, the camera, we waved at the camera. We waved at the camera. We waved at the camera. Didn't God. say anything about the product. We didn't even wave at we the camera. Nothing. We waved at planes. We're literally <laughs> plane wavers. Oh, so my yeah. So word. sorry about the mix-up, guys. Thank you to the those of you that clearly subscribed to both already that uh, flagged the error because that was that was useful. Um, and sorry to those of you that only subscribed to Cabin Fever, to which I can only say, you're really missing out. Did you get any comments on your Friends with Friends Twitter saying, what is this shit? Oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, a lot of our Friends with Friends listeners apparently also listen to Cabin Fever, so that's good news. So oh, a lot of good. them had clocked what was happening. A few confused ones, certainly. Right. Um, because the thing is, they both start the same, don't they? They both start with a, woo, this is a great big old podcast or whatever. They like, start, with, I, start with a what, sorry? A, um, woo. Oh, yeah, yeah, uncanny, uncanny. The, go- the ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The haunted owl, yeah. Great yeah. big ghost. Oh, um, God. And and then also, they start with you as well. So there, there really is almost all of the pieces there. It's like Friends with Friends. It's crazy Friends with Friends. That's what it yes, is. Exactly. It's a hybrid. This Pirates is hi- Friends with Friends. This is the hybrid episode. That's what that's what this is. That's what this is. Chandler. Um, can I just say something, Dave? <laughs> yes. Seems like a good place to do it. I've actually thought of something for today's episode. 
Oh my god! I know. I know. I've I know. got loads to talk about as well, actually. So oh, continue. God. All right. Okay. Well, it's just because I was talking to my son this morning. You know, do you remember Riddle Me Wilfred, who's now yeah. gone back to school, so we can't really get quite as much content out of him as we did. But don't worry, lockdown will be back soon, and he'll yeah. be in every day. Oh, that'd be nice. I was going to say, if not, we could. Could you just grab him at some point and record him? Yeah. Yeah. Just I, doing, I, yeah. doing a riddle, saying a few confused things. That's all we need to recreate it, really, isn't it? Bring back the riddles. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Pre-recorded riddle. Um, all right, well, I can just go and grab him out of school sometime. No, so, um, uh, anyway, I was talking to him this morning, and he asked me just the most fantastic question, and I thought I would uh, put it to you as well. Okay. We started talking this morning whilst we were playing, really nice heartwarming conversation about death. Oh, lovely. He's been writing a lot of stories recently uh, about... He loves he loves writing stories, and he the, what, the thing he's on at the moment, the thing he's really exploring, is his dad dying. So that's not that's me. Just, ah, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, cl- I clocked him, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. do the basic maths. Um, so Oedipus is alive and well, let's not pursue that thought. However, um, we then started talking this morning about what are the world's deadliest animals. Okay. He knows the answer to this question. He knows because he's researched them. He well, but he did, they talked about it at school, apparently. You know, yeah, the, where the education happens. Um, so uh, I've got a list here of the world's deadliest animals, and I thought we'd, I could sort of quiz you on it. Okay. I don't know how you want to do it, well, um, I don't, what that, what, I, what, Hank, don't don't you put that on me because what you've just said there in code is I haven't thought about how to do this at all. I've just got a list. Dave, you you know you excel at formatting things, right? Okay. I have got I, I've got a turd. Get polishing, essentially. Um, I, what we could do is maybe the, like the top ten of the world's deadliest animals, or the, maybe yeah, the top five, or I think top five. Let's not let's not overstretch ourselves. <laughs> our games 50? always go on. Yeah, our games always go on too long. Otherwise. <laughs> The new we world's deadliest animal down. is this podcast, <laughs> killing people who are listening to this whilst driving and falling asleep. Um, okay. So you've got the top five deadliest animals, right? Yeah. Now, how do we do that? Have I heard of all these animals? Yes. Yes, you yeah? have. Yes, you they're have. just like standard zoo animals, are they? Just some standard animals. I wouldn't say they're in a zoo. I'd be disappointed if I saw the freshwater yeah, snail in a zoo. But, oops, Mark. But what right. I'm saying is, I've got the top five, so format-wise, short of me guessing every animal in the world, that's going to take a while, Well, just it? chuck so. some out, mate. Just start chucking them out, and we'll see where we go. See where uh, we black go Widow. What, a spider? Yeah, well, like a the really toxic spider. Spiders hardly kill any people every year, in terms of, well, the, in terms of the numbers we're talking about here, right? Right. So, for example, for example, how many people a year, on average, do you think a shark would kill oh very small i'd mm, say mm. yeah i'm gonna put it out there 10 10 a year 10 a year ten that a is year. remarkably low isn't right, it? right right exactly um how many people uh a year do you think are killed by crocodiles i'd say crocodiles low but alligators higher Oh, I've only got crocodiles here, so alligators aren't even on this list. So let's oh, just right. So crocodiles are on there, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saltwater, saltwater crocodiles, because they're the ones that are aggressive. Okay. No offence if they're listening. We know you've got you're protecting your space. I understand that. Um, snakes must be up there, right? Snakes are, Dave, you're going to be pleased with this, they are in third place. Okay. So well done there. Do you know how many people are killed by snakes every year? <sighs> Give me like a give me a rough ballpark to aim at, like in the millions or in the thousands. Well, or no, I'm not going to give you a rough ballpark to aim. You don't. Let me well go on. Who wants to be a millionaire and say, you know, give me easy in a. Actually, you can do that. You can say I'll take fifty fifty. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, fifty thousand. Did you just say fifty thousand? Yeah. You're, you've done this before. You're googling this, aren't you? 
Well done. Is that right? Yeah, 50,000. <laughs> yeah. That's nice, Dave. That's very thoughtless of you, celebrating 50,000 deaths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No. God, you're really turned on me, haven't you? Unbelievable. All right, so um, well done. That, They're in third okay, so place. Is, okay, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Why don't we just do the top three? Have I got... So you see if you can get two and well, one. Well, give me got... five and four, then. Do the five and four. Oh, yeah, top, good, okay. Like, top of the pops. Bam, 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 bam. Have you got your piano there? Can you give us some... Uh... Uh, it's not, actually. Right. It's plugged in at the moment, annoyingly. Okay. So in at five, there's, there's a joint thing at five, in fact. So technically five, six, and seven. Okay. All on about 10,000. The freshwater snail... What the fuck? Schistiosomiasis. It gives you something. The freshwater snail is an, has a nasty disease, waterborne disease, which is bad news. 10,000 people. Assassin bug gives you Chagas disease. Not Chagas disease, but Chagas disease. 10,000 people. The, is it the tsetse, the tsetse fly? Tsetse fly. I just don't think I've ever heard of the thing you're saying. The tsetse fly. T-S-E, T-S-E. The tsetse fly. Sleeping sickness. 10,000 people. Right. Right. Then in at four, and then for us, Dave, this is going to be particularly painful. Oh no! Yeah, is it? Yeah, go on, Cornelius. It's Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not dogs, is Cornelius it? Cornelius Nielsen. Um, it is dogs. No, it is dogs. Yeah, yeah I'm very sorry. Oh. They're good boys, apart from the ones who give you rabies. Those are bad boys, and those bad boys kill twenty-five thousand people uh, a year. That's what rabies. It is. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, you've now got Snake at 50,000. So, let me give you some more clues. In at two with 475,000, and then at number one with a lot more. But we'll get to number one. So, if you can try and guess number two, 475,000 on the deadliest animals in the world. A year, 475,000. I don't know what number two is, but I think think I've had a brainwave about number one. Go on, then. Is it it sort of disease bitey-based? Is it disease bitey-based? Is it please mosquitoes? Don't, please don't ever question. be a doctor. <laughs> yes, yeah. you, you have one of the disease. Is it what? Sorry, what did you say? Is it mosquitoes? Very nice. Thank yeah, you very much. but, but ha- had a, had a, not, I was thinking like big sort of nature documentary animals, but it's not, is it? There's no like no. giant sort of things. No, yeah, be a fucking that. busy rhino. That seven hundred twenty-five thousand <laughs> people. Jesus, is that um, how much it is? Seven, it's seven hundred twenty-five thousand people. It's at, I mean, it's. It's one of the things they're obviously working hard to cure, aren't they? But I think Bill Gates, the Gates Foundation, have done masses to get rid of malaria because yeah. it's malaria, isn't it? Um, but And here's the interesting thing about mosquitoes. They have looked into this and looked into this and looked into this. And they think that there is, they don't really have a place on the food chain, i.e. Because, of course, if you take any of these animals out, the food chain collapses and it's just it's a dangerous game to play if you take animals out of the food yeah. chain. But I've read that if mosquitoes go out, they don't really think there's any side effects. There isn't. They aren't really part of the food chain. They're just sort of there killing us and they don't really right. so, so they're not contributing in any way no I don't think so I probably, we'll probably get lots of tweets now but luckily our listeners aren't intelligent enough to know things like this so it'll be fine mm. uh, no we will get loads of tweets saying that's wrong but that's what I read that they think they can extract uh, mosquitoes from the food chain with no ill consequences so what's in at number two Dave you definitely wouldn't want to extract this from the food chain because it wouldn't be good news for us Duh. seeing as we are one Thing is with that's podcasters. Why we <laughs> Correct, podcasters. Podcasters killing four hundred seventy-five thousand people. That's a year. how all those true crime podcasts stay <laughs> afloat. 
They're doing their murders themselves. Oh, humans, is it? Very, very... Oh, that's a very school uh, (laughs) trick question (laughs) vibe, isn't it? Humans are the most dangerous. It is a bit. It is a bit. But here's the twist on it, Dave. This is why I wanted to take this thought, right? And I was talking to my wife about this just before we started. And she was like, you should talk... talk to two of her family members today. Yeah, it's been, like I say, a really busy day. Hence why I never get time to listen to Cabin Fever. Uh, Well, it's Beth's birthday this week, so I'm being extra nice to her. Um, More on that later. So... Uh, she said you should talk about what animals have saved the most lives. Would you like to hear about the animal that saved the most lives? Yes. The Atlantic horseshoe crab, Limulus polyphemus. In the 1950s, scientists isolated from its bright blue blood a clotting agent, coagulin, co- coagulogen, that binds to fungi and endotoxins. And this led to a simple, reliable method for detecting impurities in medical equipment and pharmaceutical drugs. Wow. So, there we go. And then, Dave, right, this is my final thought. This is my final thought, I promise. This reminded me of the story that there is an antibody found in llamas that beats coronavirus. What? There is an antibody in llamas called nanobodies because they're tiny and the coronavirus is very 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 small and it could eventually be developed as a treatment for pa- patients with severe covid it uh it ti- basically llamas have got tiny 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 antibodies that could fight covid so the llamas could save us wow yeah thrilled pretty love a llama i absolutely love a llama not as much as i love an alpaca Right. Oh my goodness! This is this is the no, longest journey no. to a thing you yeah. thought of, isn't it? What's this noise, Dave? <laughs> Any ideas? Well, it's you. So it's either an alpaca shitting or an alpaca having sex. It's one Alpacas fucking. <laughs> it's called orgling, and it's the noise they make when they're at it. I'm not sure how much I want to listen to this, isn't honest. You're listening to Cabin Fever. Here are the ads. Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. My name's Jason Fleming. The more than my past podcast will see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people. People who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turn their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The more than my past podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. 
Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You weren't even embarrassed when I said it's either alpacas pooping or having no, sex, no. were you? You didn't even register a, a level of shame that you were so predictable that that, that was the yeah. other two options, you know? Quite proud, quite proud. I'm just really pleased that we've <laughs> gone from the world's deadliest animals to alpacas fucking. It's, it's a now we don't have yeah I mean this seems like a weird segue but we don't have Helen Monks on the podcast this week <laughs> but uh, there are a lot of Helen Monks updates that I'd like to take you through did you see Helen Monks' Instagram this week no and this is something we need to investigate next week so she put go onto her Instagram now I think it's probably still live because it's a story from last night right. onto her story okay, I'm trying to avoid social media Dave because of the social contract on uh, Netflix have you watched that yet a social dilemma uh, is it called The Social Dilemma? Anyway, The Social Bit. You know, the documentary about how we should yeah, watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Everyone keeps saying I should watch it. Yeah, watch it, mate. You want to mm. watch that, mate? You want to watch it? Yeah, watch it. Anyway, in the meantime. Right, so I'm going on to her... Um, yeah, I'm on Helen Monks' Instagram. And it's just Story. Pitch. Get to the story about the wine. Are there any scientists out here? I accidentally froze my wine. I left it to, to defrost and look at it now. Oh, my God. Unopened, but less than half full. That's probably because the alcohol has evaporated. Oh, no, hang on. Yeah. So is is it the alcohol? Well, I don't know. The Azio... Well, suggested options, haven't they? Yeah. The Azio... So she, she had a full bottle of wine that she accidentally froze. Mm. I mean, there's so many questions there already. Um, yeah. And then she'd take the bottle of wine out, and it's now... Under half full. Yeah. What's going on there? Does anyone know off of science? Um, I think maybe my might... wife is living in Helen Monks's freezer. That would be yeah, possible. That's, that's entire possibility. That seems I mean, feasible, yeah. I've been texting Monksy this morning, and there is a leading theory. Go on. Uh, after 12 hours investigating, if, like Monks has been trying to get scientific, you know. She has now said at 9.23 this morning, I am now wondering if it was a full bottle in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact she's not at all convinced that there was a full bottle going in in the first place, I think might be the mystery solved here. <laughs> There's a chance it went in half full. <laughs> and it's just come out half full. But because she drank the first half before she put it in the freezer, yeah. she'd forgotten. She was so shit-faced she put it in the freezer, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I just, I mean, we will have her on in the next couple of weeks and we will so pop this down on your list mm-hmm. of things to talk to Helen Monks about. That's a long list, that's a long list. Uh, another one yeah. is the computer game she recommended to now, me last week. We've had computer a computer l- game. Why do I sound like such I, a. I don't know, but it's enjoyable. But um, two things on this. First of all, we had loads of tweets from people about the computer game. We were talking about computer games yeah. last week. Um, do we do we want to get Con on to help us out with this? Well, yes, we do because I forced Con to play the game last night. I've oh. been all week. I've been meaning to play it. It's been a busy all week, and I've been forcing Cornelius. I've been basically saying, "When are you free to play this fucking eight pound computer game that yeah. Helen Monks has recommended that we sort of have to do before next week's podcast?" Yeah. And finally, last night he broke. Okay, so can we get, we can get a review of the computer game? Which remind me what it was called again. Knowledge is power, a quiz-based game 
okay. on the PlayStation 4. Okay, all right. Uh, do we want to get Cornelius on to discuss this? I can indeed, yes. Cornelius, explain where you are, because normally you're sat right next to me on the podcast. Yeah, um, I am in a lovely bar in Hackney Wick called Rule Zero. Wow. Tom, uh, Tom Cornelius is in a bar. and uh, 20 to 11. Listeners, what time <laughs> it is? Yes, 10.40 a.m. Is this because of the 10 p.m. closing time? Are you... Uh, no, it's because uh, we like I like to work and do my work outside the house sometimes if I can, and this bar very much operates as a, right. a coffee shop as well. So, in your attempt to get away from Dave, because you're fed up with working under the same roof as Dave, mm. you are now sitting down on the phone to Dave. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's not gone well for you, has it? No. No. Well, Cornelius no. is as he's he sidestepped the thing that you know it's you don't want to sound like too much of a middle class awful person, but what he sidestepped is the fact that the reason he's left is because our cleaner is here currently. Ah. So he's doing the awkward thing where he leaves the house so he doesn't have to talk to you know the, the working class. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Cornelius. Well, well, you've gone to hide in the microbrewery. That makes perfect I, sense. I don't want to get in the way. Yeah, actually. no, no, he doesn't want to get away. That's understandable. Cornelius, yes. If knowledge is power, yeah, oh gosh, right. Yes. Can you tell me with your knowledge what is this the sound of? <laughs> Any ideas? Sounds like a pig. It's it's not a pig. That's not right. It is an animal, but it's not a pig. Do you want one more guess? One more guess. Here we go. Yeah, go on. Oh, is it um, a goose or something? Ah, nearly. It's nearly a goose. It's alpacas fucking. So, um, on the podcast last oh, week... Oh, that's horrid. No, it's not. Thank it's you, a, it is. No, it's completely Tom is the natural. oldest of us here by, by actually over a decade, Oh, Tom. cock off the oldest by a decade. That's not fair. So, no. Can you just remind from, me what this podcast is? It's, <laughs> it's sex noises of, it's of the, animals. It's the really wild show. That's what we're making. Um, uh, no, you're you're over a decade older than Cornelius, is what I was trying to intimate. Yeah. Well, was, yeah. Okay. I mean, I am. How old are you, Cornelius? I'm t- 27 now. Oh, Jesus. Christ. How old are you, Tom? You're 40, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 40. Yeah. Yeah, that's nearly a decade and a half older, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a lot older. Yeah, Cornelius, are you free to babysit for me tonight? By the way, is that still on? <laughs> <laughs> for what you're on about um no oh <laughs> rude um so let, let's can we actually instead of talking about my uh, rapidly approaching death can we please talk about the computer game that helen made you buy knowledge is power uh Cornelius, you played it last night with dave you had a little play with dave because uh yes. you know your flat is basically a giant soft play for young adults <laughs> what <laughs> happened what was it like it was really fun, and honestly, it gave me feelings I haven't felt for a long time of like actual competition and like tension. Tension, stuff, yeah. Not, it's like, and also we were playing with my girlfriend Rach, and part of the game is very much you have to. What well, a big part of the game is spite, isn't it? Really, you have <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of obstruct other people in answering their questions and the second answer of the game uh, Rach held my arm down so I couldn't press my thing so she she added a rule Uh, I moved to the opposite side of the room and then spent the rest of the evening uh, making sure I could do everything in my in my way to um 
to stop her winning. So, and so, it works. And is that part of the game? You're allowed to make up rules to stop people from winning? That's, that's allowed, is it? Or is that just you being an arsehole? So, no, so Rach, Rach holding my arm down yeah. was an illegal foul. Yeah. That, that wasn't part of the video game. Yellow card. Within the video game. Yeah. Within the video game, uh, you get, what is it? Bombles, gloop, um, nibblers, you know, just, you <laughs> know, classic all, all the classics. Yeah. yeah. Forfeits that you, you aim at other people. And uh, Rach got the most of mine. So she's Do you understand not really any of talking that, Tom? to me. Yeah, gloops, bombs, sorry, what was it? Gloops? Gloops, bombs, and nibblers. So the premise of the game is you play on your phone, your phone's your keypad, oh. and it's who wants to be a millionaire, so there's four answers for, for most of the questions. Yes. And it's, but it's not only correct first, it's fastest, it's fastest finger first, basically. Oh, lovely so stuff. The, the quicker you answer, the more points you get, but you have the opportunities along the way to obstruct the other player's answers. So Gloop, for example, puts like a sort of Noel's house party gunge across all the answers. So before you can press the answer, you have to wipe away the gunge. Oh, that's amazing. So it delays you by a second or two. So, you know, there's things like, there's lots of things like that. So basically, Con and Rachel were sat on opposite sides of the living room and I was in the middle. Yeah. And they were just, just firing weapons at each other all, all evening, weren't you? Wow. Yeah, pretty much. Amazing. So um, it actually sounds like it's quite good. So thank you, Helen Monks, for the recommendation. That's what we're saying here. Yeah, definitely. I would recommend it. Um, we've had other recommendations on the Twitter account, Dave. Okay. Do you want to get... I mean, so Pablo's been on. Until Dawn is a fun, scary, choose-your-own-adventure style horror Until game. Dawn. Until Dawn, there we are. If Preston wants some more war, but with a supernatural twist, sure, why not? Let's go for Spooky World War. Wolfenstein, okay. The New Order, is a good pick. What Remains of Edith Finch is supposed to be good, albeit a bit odd. Well, that'll work for us, won't it? Um, thank you, Pablo. Um, ah, now here we go. Lou's been on. Just listen to the latest pod. I wanted to say I almost completed Bus Simulator. It's actually quite a good game and very what? relaxing driving about. Complete. So what does that mean? You get back to the depot and you get to celebrate by having tea with your sad colleagues. Um... <laughs> All right, mate. Sad colleagues. Bus drivers are always sad. They always look a bit sad. They do. They were COVID heroes two weeks ago, and now you're just shitting all over them. Don't. I can't shit all over them because I've got a protective screen, so it's fine. Um, Yeah, no. You know. Uh, Dave, have you got that yet? Have you got... I've got Bus Simulator now. I am thinking about getting Bus Simulator, but uh, would you play Bus Simulator with me, Con? I'll tell you what, I've actually played a, a, an even duller simulator game before. Uh, when what? I was roughly the age of 13 or 14, I got really into theme parks. Yes. Uh, specifically, like, Fort Parts and Autumn Towers and would spend yeah. all my days sitting on internet forums talking about rides and stuff. So it really became my speciality. I could look at a roller coaster and by the track tell you who the manufacturer was. What? And... Uh, yeah, well, for the main two ones, who I think were called Intamin, who made Stealth, and then I think they're called B&M, who made the Nemesis roller coasters, stuff okay. like that. Okay. Anyway, uh, on one of the websites, they had this really crappy sort of mini clip style game, which was Roller Coaster Operator Simulator, where <laughs> you don't ride the roller coaster. Oh, God. What you do is you sit in the station and load people <laughs> on and off and send it round. Oh my god! Do you have to sort of count their tokens 
before they can get on as well. And then, no, no. Have you ever been to a proper theme park? Well, I, I've been to, you know, the theme parks around me, Cornelius, they just set up in a field and you have to give them some tokens yeah. and then hope for the best. <laughs> no, no. They, that's real jeopardy, mate. That's real jeopardy. This is good, actually. So running a roller coaster, that's something Cornelius has done with his teenage... That's what he's been his teenage years doing. Hey, man, life is a roller coaster. you just got to sit at home alone on a forum. Uh, as Ronan Keating never said. Stuart's been on, though. I love those slow TV games uh, because I play them whilst listening to the podcast. This is Stuart here. He's obviously a bit of an Ah. adrenaline junkie. Um, Euro Truck Simulator. Driving a truck across Europe. Yeah. Cities, Skylines. I mean, that's going to be a good one soon, isn't it? Euro Truck Simulator. (laughs) Just sitting in the queue in Kent. (laughs) Go go to Kent for six weeks. Um, Cities, Skylines, a long-distance passenger run in Elite Dangerous. I might well get the bus simulator. Looking forward to new Flight Sim 2. Stuart, you absolute hero, but also loser. I love it. Thank you. Oh, that's great news, isn't it? Um, There's only five minutes of the podcast left, and I feel like it would be remiss of me to cut Cornelius' bike story off twice. Remember a couple of weeks oh, ago, yeah. Tom, where Con said he had a story, oh, yeah. and I said, what is it? And he started telling us, and said, no, we haven't got time for it. Genuine content, finally. Yes. Just as we get go to the on, end. Come Cornelius. on, then, Cornelius. I'm going to sit back and just let you go. Finish me off in style. I've heard, so Tom, uh, just just to prep you, I've heard this seven times. Every time someone comes over to the flat, he tells the people this story. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mute my microphone now, and you have to ask all the questions, because I've, I've really exhausted mine. All right, okay, missing you. Bye. All the best. So it was a Saturday afternoon and I was cycling home from London Bridge uh, Mm -hmm. back to Stratford and uh, on one of those brilliant cycle super highways. And um, I got to Stepney Green and um, there was a lot of sparks going in uh, (laughs) across the uh, cycle lane. I was like, Sparks? What do you mean? Sparks as in um, like someone was welding? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, basically, what was happening is someone uh, in a West Ham top was at it with an angle grinder on some bike chains, a oh. load of locked up bikes. Okay. Uh, I really dislike bike thieves because I have a bike um, and I don't want it stolen. And anyway. And to be clear, so- sorry, sorry, Kenneth, just to be absolutely clear, and we're not saying that all West Ham fans are bike thieves are we we're just saying that all bike thieves are west ham fans so yep yeah, okay yeah right. uh, i'm actually looking at the west ham stadium at the moment mm. um anyway uh so um i cycled past him about 10 yards and stopped and this was in broad daylight about 6 p.m and it was still like right and also on a very busy road and yeah. lots of people were sort of keeping their distance yeah um and another guy sort of stopped with me and we sort of silently nodded at each other. So we cycled over to him and I said, what are you doing? Yeah. I said, stop stealing that bike. And he went, oh no, it's, um, it's my friend's bike. He's asked me to go and get it. And I said, that's oh, a lie. Yeah. No, that is a lie um, because otherwise you would just have the key. And he was, like, he was really protesting. And after I'd started talking to him, lots of people sort of started gathering around <gasps> and shouting at him. Oh, my God, you're, and, a, you're a have-a-go hero. Yeah, go on. And, and he kept going. He's like, look, it's, 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 uh, it's my friend's bike. He went, look, you can even take my name and a photo. And I was like, all right, then. 
Great. Okay. So I've just sent you the photo of him on WhatsApp. Right. So that's a photo of him uh, happily posing, thumbs up oh, for yeah, a photo. He's, he's got thumbs up. <laughs> Next to all the bikes. He's got an angle grinder in that bag. You can see I sort of kept the distance anyway, and I was still on my bike just in case he turned. But he was actually very polite, which was quite odd. Right. And uh, lots of people were saying, I'll ring the police, ring the police to me. I was like, I'm not going to ring the police. I don't think they'll turn up at, you know, in time. Yeah. And he managed to cycle off, and we were all just... Uh, gutted basically because it was a whole row of bikes and he just unlocked loads of them and cycled one away so we we all sort of stayed there thinking oh there must be a van or something to come and uh, pick them up anyway then a police car came uh, uh, an unmarked police car so they even called a police um and uh they went past with their blues on but went past us and we're thinking oh that must be for a a different crime yeah and then there are these people across the road and sort of just look 50 yards down the road and they he'd been gone about four minutes now and they just went oh they got him <laughs> i was like what i was like he's gone though they went no they got him in cuffs over there no so i cycled down yeah i couldn't believe it i cycled down see a load of plain coat coppers just like breathing heavily <laughs> he's in cuffs I went, oh, sorry, I have a photo of him stealing a bike, if that helps. And the cop was like, Grass. Oh, that's great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cop was like, oh, that's great, yeah, we could use that in evidence. And um, he saw me just emailing the cop for the photo of him, a thumbs up next to these stolen bikes. Oh. And uh, they were, literally, I just got there after they nipped him. They were having to uncuff him to get his rucksack off, and I found out I'd be like, "Yep, your angle grinder's in there, so just be careful." And he was giving me emails. So he wasn't smiling at that point. So, he, so uh, no. So he definitely wasn't because I what I was really hoping was that his mate would appear and say, "Yeah, that is my bike." To be fair, um, no, not at all. Oh. He was a thief, mate. And if it wasn't for you, he would now be. He might have got. Well, he'd be walking freely around, wouldn't he? You you stopped him because, like, I don't think you get put in jail for stealing bikes. So he probably is now freely walking around, but... or riding around, probably with his yeah. track record. That's br- well done, well done, mate. That's that's really fantastic, really fantastic. And yeah. n- nice of you to give something back to the community. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then I have my bike stolen a week later. <laughs> did you actually? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and also that day um i'd fixed my bike that morning um and fixed it incorrectly cycled to work it took me uh about 50 minutes to do a 20 minute journey because the bike the wheel was rubbing against the bike uh, right. frame so it was yeah. like i was cycling with the bike on oh. and whoever stole it would have to really really <laughs> so, pedal hard there's a really thin <laughs> man currently desperately <laughs> yeah struggling. basically what you need to do though currently is to stick a west ham sticker on your bike because they never steal from their own yeah that, once you've done that's that, a good idea yeah um, wow. so yeah thanks mate thanks. i've got a new bike though oh yeah congratulations well done very nice very nice so we we fully insured uh i wasn't no but now i am okay okay good good, good. i've um, got a story for next time as well about a, a um a complaint against a retailer who i won't know oh brilliant oh fantastic can we, we can we name the retailer on the next episode uh possibly probably not let's do let's let do me it tell you, tom Go on. tom yeah. there is corruption at the <sighs> highest rank of this high street retailer no way seriously <laughs> 
What a teaser head. This is exciting. You're done. Sorry, I tuned out for a bit. Sorry, mate. We're just going to do a bit of watchdog for next. We'll do some watchdogging next time on Cabin Fever. <laughs> watchdogging yeah. sounds different. Yeah. Watchdogging. Have you never been watchdogging? <laughs> no. Isn't that just dogging? It's just, it's when, it's when if you want to make dogging last longer, you think of Lynn Fallswood. It's just, <laughs> Lynn Fallswood's probably a reference you're not going to get. Um, no. Right. So uh, thanks for me, Dave. It was well worth waiting. We- literally, I waited weeks for that story. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Um, so I hope it was worth it. And uh, I've I honestly, I genuinely turned it off for about three minutes because I know how long that story takes. So, yeah, um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's good to be back. Anyway, I've got a meeting in two minutes. So I've got to go. Have a lovely meeting. Buy Cornelius a cape, please, because he is a hero. Yeah, buy me uh, a cake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, all the best. Bye, Cornelius. Thanks See for coming. Kind regards. Um, Dave, See you. Bye-bye. Bye, Cornelius. Bye, 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 bye. Um, Cornelius, uh, Dave, rather, have we got any questions for our uh, lovely listeners for next time? Because the computer games, you know, we've got some lovely stuff out of them. Do we want anything? Have you ever been a have-a-go hero? Have you been a have-a-go hero? Let us know. Preferably if you did so whilst playing crazy golf. All the best. Kind regards. Lots of love. Bye. Cabin FE A3709 Oh 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 Cabin FE A3709 Oh 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 Cabin FE A3709 Oh 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 that's our Twitter name Can I just say we missed a trick? Can I just say that quickly? What's that? We forgot to ask Cornelius if he's got a pension. Oh, shit. Should we get him back on or do it next time? We'll get it. Next time, next, next time. time. GreatBigOwl.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.